Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. The book Relentless by Tim Grover. If you have not got this book, you need to get this book. Relentless by Tim Grover. I also highly recommend the audio version of this book. I love the audio version of this book. Um, it's fantastic. Tim Grover was uh, Michael Jordan's coach. He was Dwayne Wade's coach. He was Charles Barkley's coach. He was uh, Kobe Bryant's coach coached a lot of the greats uh, in basketball. And he wrote a book about their mindset, and it's called Relentless. So the thought for today is unstoppable. His book is called Relentless, From Good to Great to Unstoppable. And Kobe Bryant has a, a testimonial on the front. He said, Tim Grover is the master of mental toughness. This book is a blueprint for discovering what you're capable of achieving, getting results you never imagined, and reaching the highest level of success and then going even higher. So what I'm going to cover today is just what he calls his relentless 13, 13 principles to being unstoppable. And he marks all of them as number one. He said, because if, in his opinion, if you put them from one to 13, it's like people will do one first and then they try to work their way to 13. He's like, you need to do all of these at the same time. And it's, it's not only a, a mindset, but how does that mindset actually transfer over into the work that we're doing, right? It's not just about how we're thinking, but are we driven enough to put in more work in the areas that we need to put the work in than anybody else would ever consider sane uh, for putting that amount of work into something. And you might think to yourself, well, do I really have to work that hard? Do I really have to do that? If you want results that are above average, right? If you want to be considered one of the greats in what you do, the answer is 100% yes. It is 100% yes. If that scares you or you turns your stomach and you don't like it, it's not something that you want to participate in, you don't have to. There are plenty of jobs out there. Plenty of jobs, right? Um, it's a great thing about the world that we live in today. Most people can go get a job and be mediocre and still live a life that is better than the majority of the poverty people in the world. And I'm not saying that to be degrading. I'm just saying that's a fact. That's an absolute fact. All right, so let's, get, let's go through these really quick. He calls, by the way, he calls these individuals, like these great people like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, he calls them cleaners. He calls them cleaners. And he basically says, um, well, he asks a question here. He says, are you a cleaner? Almost every cleaner I've known, and I have known plenty, share some combination of the traits below. You don't have to identify with all of these things all of the time, but I have no doubt you've experienced at least a few of them at some point. Some will intrigue you, some might repel you, 
but all of them will define your ability to be relentless. There are 13 to remind you there's no such thing as luck. There are circumstances and outcomes, and you control both if you desire. But if you insist on relying on luck, do it with what the great Wilt Chamberlain did. Believing his number 13 wasn't unlucky for him, it was unlucky for his opponents. Now that's how a cleaner thinks. As you'll see, I've labeled each number one because if you give people a numbered list, they think number one is the most important and they just follow behind. If it's a long list, they lose interest after three or four, but on my lists, everything is equally important. If I give a player a list of things that he must do to stay strong and healthy and he skips any step, none of it works. So I don't number anything one, two, three, four. I number everything number one. The same is true for this book. You can wander through these chapters in almost any order, and I think that you'll find that the last is as important as the first. When you're a cleaner, here's the 13, you keep pushing yourself harder when everyone else has had enough. Because the result is what is important, not the fact that you're tired or, you, or that you need time off. You get into the zone, you shut out everything else and control the uncontrollable. It's interesting if you study people like, uh, especially Kobe Bryant and, and, uh, and, and Jordan, who I, I've studied very, very deeply, you'll find out that there's something very interesting about those two individuals. And I'm sure that there were other individuals also, I just haven't studied them, is in basketball. They were playing a different game than everybody else on that court was playing. A completely different game. And you have these, you have these people that show up on the basketball court to play this specific game. And it's the game that they're in at the moment. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant did not do that. They came in to figure out how do I master the game. Mastering the game meant that they knew what they were going to do before you knew, before the opponent knew what they were going to do. They would study the footage over and over again to see what were all of the identifying moves, traits, looks in the face, in the eye, that led to specific plays, that led to specific moves, where they can identify the weaknesses in the other players so that the next time they played them, oh, then what they would do is they would practice opposing that. They would come up with strategies for beating that the next time that they were on the court. So it wasn't just go shoot hoops, you know, run, stay on a diet, show up and give your best. They would strategize every opponent in every league as to what their strengths were, what their weaknesses were, and what were the strategies that they were going to pull out to be able to beat them at any given time. The next one, you know exactly who you are. Now, this is really important because most people have no damn idea who the hell they are. You need to know who you are all the way through, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and you need to accept it all. No shame, no guilt, this is who you are. If you have a bad trait, you accept it, and you're like, yep, I have a bad trait, I suck at this, or I'm a dick here, or I'm a douchebag over here, but this is exactly who I am, take it or leave it. 
Now you can work on making those things better, but you don't run from them. You have a dark side that refuses to be taught to be good. What's really fascinating about this book, because it's really one of the only books on this topic that I've ever seen that's where somebody addresses this, and Grover had the cojones to actually address it, was that everybody has a dark side and every driven person has a big dark side. It is something that is not popular in thought. However, it's the thing that drives them to be great and they learn to use it to drive themselves to be great instead of driving themselves to be self-destructive because it can be used for one or the other. But everybody has a dark side. Next, you're not intimidated by pressure, you thrive on it. It's like bring it, bring me the problem, bring me the pressure, bring me the challenge. It'll just make me better. If you really think about that one too, like if you go really into that thought, you realize a person's not afraid of losing. They don't like to lose, but they're not, they're not afraid of it. They're not afraid of it. When everyone is hitting the I can in case of emergency button, they're all looking for you. Next, you don't compete with anyone. You find your opponent's weakness and you attack. Now, for those of you, now, now also keep in mind that these are people that played competitive sports. That's the rule. That's the rule of the game. It's, it's competition. Many of you are in businesses that really you're not, you may have competition, but you're not really so much competing against your competition. You're competing against yourself. You're competing against the challenges that the world is presenting to you right now. That's your opponent. That's your opponent. The person, when you wake up the day that you don't feel like getting on the phone or you don't make sales calls or 50 people told you no, that's your opponent. That's who you're competing against. The idea that you may, that maybe there's people in your family that, that can't keep up with you, people in your family that want to hold you back, um, people that you love that, that you're realizing are not on the same page as you. It could also be uh, this this uh, kind of this internal idea that your mind wants to escape from the pressure or the reality of what it's taking for you to be great, but you're competing against that. You're not gonna let that part of yourself win. The immature side of yourself, the baby side, the whiny side, the, the pity side, you're not gonna allow that to win. That's your, that's your opponent. You make decisions not suggestions. You know the answer while everyone is still asking questions. That doesn't mean your answer is right. It just means that you're not going to fuck around like I'm going to play a million different options here. You're going to pick the best option that you think and you're going to run with it. And if it's wrong, you'll as soon as you find out it's wrong, you'll change it. But leaders make decisions quickly. Napoleon Hill talked about this in Think and Grow Rich. He said that they make decisions quickly and they change them slowly if they change them at all. Because here's the truth. No matter what challenge you have in front of you, all the thinking, all the evaluation in the world, all the statistics are still just a guess. You don't know until you make a decision and do something. 
You don't, uh, you don't have to love the work, but you're addicted to the results. You don't have to love the work, but you're addicted to the results. You rather be feared than liked. Now that's really important to think about that. You could put a lot of different words in there, by the way. You could put, you'd rather be judged or you're, um, uh, than liked. The point is, is that these people are not doing what they do for the appreciation, for the love. They're doing it because they want that result more than anything in their life. You trust very few people and those you trust better never let you down. Now you might think to yourself, well, I don't know about that. Read the book Trust by Alanya Van Zandt because your number one trust is in yourself. If you can't trust yourself, you really don't know how to trust anybody else. Actually, you're not trusting other people. You're in a codependent relationship. So trust is something that we consistently have to work on and get better with ourselves. But when you do trust another person, it's not based on blind trust. It's based on accountability. It's based on what they do. Can you trust them? Most people trust based on, oh, I like you, you're a nice person, so I'll trust you. And then you get screwed. And it's not always because somebody had an intention of screwing you, it's because they just can't be trusted because they can't trust themselves to do what they say that they're gonna do. Number 12, you don't recognize failure, you know there's more than one way to get what you want. Big idea. Big idea. You don't, you don't want to see failure as an absolute. It should not be a, a soul-destroying experience, failure. You don't, number 13, you don't celebrate your achievements because you always want more. You don't celebrate your achievements because you always want more. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that 100%. I think we should celebrate our achievements. But it's not a celebration in which you completely take your foot off the gas and now you're just going to sit in the achievement for six months. You always set a goal before you reach the one that you currently have. You set a new goal before you reach the one that you currently have. This way you keep moving. And for those of you that might think to yourself, wow, that seems like a lot of stress. Why does that seem like a lot of stress? You're doing something wrong in the way that you're thinking if you're thinking that that's a lot of stress. I don't think that, that there's any stress in that at all. What's the stress? Stress only comes from fear. If you're not afraid to lose, if you're not afraid that you'll make a mistake, then where's the stress coming from? Stress is a negative in your mind that's taking charge When you're a cleaner, you keep pushing yourself when everyone else has had enough. So think to yourself today, am I unstoppable? If there is something in your life that would happen that would cause you to quit, you're not unstoppable yet. You're not unstoppable. And if you really want to be great, you have to learn to be unstoppable. Get this book. 
Get it today. Listen to it. Get the audio version. The audio version is really fantastic. Get the get the hard cover. Study it, and I think it'll it'll make a world of difference in your life. One of the the interesting things is that you become aware that there's a very very that that really great people think very different than the average person, and the whole idea is we're we're kind of weeding out the mediocre thought processes in our life. We're just getting them out. But we can't get them out until we become aware of them. And we can't become aware of them until we see something that's kind of the polar opposite of what's keeping us stuck. Right? So many people, so many people in the world are not doing what you're doing every morning when you do this. They're sitting around worrying. They're doing something else. They're sleeping in later. They have no plan for the day. They're not doing something to build up their mind, to strengthen it like a muscle so that it works for them. And you start, you start to, to get, you know, it's, it starts to build in the accomplishment, right? Things are going to start to come faster, better, easier. Working with your own mind starts to become easier because once you've retrained yourself to think successfully, you don't have to force yourself to do it every day. You just automatically do it the way that you automatically think now. You always see the end result. You always see the positivity. You always see the opposite of whatever's being presented so that you know that it's there. It's, it's not something that you have to have a ritual to maintain. It becomes the new way that you think. And that's when you create a really cool momentum in success and you go from win to win to win to win. Not that you don't have failures, but the failures, for most people, when they have a failure or a screw up, they go down right? They go down mentally, they go down emotionally, they wallow in it for a while, then they have to drag themselves out of self-pity, they think about what they did, am I really good enough? You know, they go through this whole ritual of failure. And when you get out of that thought process, it's just like, okay, that didn't work, what are we doing next? Let's do something different. And you immediately just go from one to the other. So it doesn't take you, you don't have those big dips uh, that are that are the only reason that those things are caused, or the only thing that they're caused by, is the inaccurate use of your own thinking process. That's it. If you think about it like this, everything, every experience that you have every day, you build a story around that experience. And if you build a woe is me story for any reason, then you could that story gains momentum. And then at one point you're like, oh hell. I need to snap out of this and do something different. But how much time did it take up when you were in that story? Right? So we have to be very conscious of the stories that we're giving to anything. That's why we hear so much in, in so many different teachings, never to take anything personally. When you take something personally, you're creating a terrible, terrible story. Terrible story. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.